Superstar talking to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLX Beats, and this article comes to you from electric.co. Volkswagen will introduce heads up display with augmented reality in its upcoming electric vehicles. Written by Fred Lambert, January 30th. Volkswagen is among the very few major automakers who are committed to the mass production of electric vehicles. Undoubtedly pushed by the backlash of Dieselgate scandal, the German automaker invested heavily in its new MEB platform for electric vehicles last year and announced plans to build 2 to 3 million all-electric cars a year and unveil 30 new models by 2025. The company has since unveiled a few concepts using the platform and they are now laying out their design direction for EVs in more detail. EVs have long been plagued with weird designs to unsuccessfully differentiate them from gas-powered cars beyond functional features like a grill or an exhaust. While the trend has been winding down over the past year, we are still seeing remnants of the concept like with the blue accents on the Mercedes EQ concept or the Jaguar I-Pace. The grill has been a design dilemma for electric vehicle designers. Unlike combustion engines, electric motors don't need the air intake of a grill, but it has been an important design feature for so long that automakers have often included it in the design of EVs. Even Tesla first added a decorative grill-like non-second to the Model S until the refresh last year. The company has since moved away from the idea and it has apparently embraced the non-grill look for the electric vehicles with the Model X and Model 3. In a recent interview with Automotive News, Klaus Bischoff, Volkswagen brand's head of design, and that the German automaker will also let go of the grill for its first electric car in the MEB platform. We don't want to grill, Volkswagen. If you look back at the Beetle was born without a grill, the engine was in the back. Sure enough, the first prototypes of the new EVs recently unveiled by Volkswagen, like the ID Concept, which will be first be the first all-electric vehicle on the new platform, and the ID Microbus have no front grille. We can still expect a lot of refining of those concepts before they make it to production. The golf size ID concept is not expected to make it to market before 2020, and the all-electric microbus should follow a few years later. As for the interior, like most electric vehicles designed to be electric from the ground up, Volkswagen is taking advantage of the skateboard-like design of having the battery pack sit on the floor between the two axles, which opens up the interior of the vehicle. On top of the large interior, Volkswagen plans to go minimalist with the ultimate reduction, says Bischoff. In the interior, Volkswagen designers are shooting for the ultimate reduction, eliminating console elements in favor of a tablet and a heads-up display enhanced by augmented reality. While it has been present in concept vehicles, augmented reality might be ready too soon to go mainstream in production cars. There are still some hurdles before 
the adoption of the technology, but it is expected to be facilitated by the introduction of autonomous driving technology. So far, the only image of the interior that Volkswagen release of ID concept has shown minimalist design, not unlike the upcoming Tesla Model 3, which is also expected to feature heads-up display and a minimalist interior. End of article. Whoa, there you have it. Yes, I've read a lot of stuff from Fred Lambert. He is a tough guy to read, and he uses really big words, I guess, for the electric car superstar. And uh, I like to read these cold, so I'm not going to go through and uh, read it and try to pronounce and fix uh, the words that, big words that Mr. Fred Lambert wants to use. I'm pretty sure he's a pretty smart guy. Uh, Nonetheless, I I appreciate this article. This this article talks about the things that Volkswagens are going to do in the very, 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 very far future. And, you know, I kind of laugh about that. And they're, they're talking 2020. They're, they're not even going to compete with the ICE industry in 2019. So the big talk about the electric car and the concept, the constant unveiling of concept car after concept car. Uh, we need something in 2017. We got the Chevy Bolt out there. They're proving that it can be done. It, it's, it's getting huge raves amongst the people that have them right now. Volkswagen, if you want to get rid of Dieselgate and you want to produce good news for your company as far as your environmental stance, put out this electric car tomorrow. I mean, how how hard would it be to take your Volkswagen Bug, your Volkswagen Beetle, which is probably one of the cars that I honestly would not mind if they made it into a compliance car. That and the Ford F-150, those are two vehicles right there that if they became electric, I would be so happy. So, so happy. I mean, if you see a Beetle, if you saw a Beetle driving down the road, I mean, Jesus, the, the, the thing screams electric. The newer ones, the older ones. I mean, if they put a floor battery base like they talked about in the article, you know, and put the engines, put, put the electric motors by the wheels, put the, put them by the axle, whatever, open up the interior of that Volkswagen. I mean, the Volkswagen was one of the first cars to have a frunk. Give it a frunk, give it a trunk. You have yourself news buzz. I mean, with a car that's small, that small, you know, you put a large electric battery in there. I mean, the battery was going to go along the floor. So right there, I can see that car having a range of at least 150. Give it the range of 150, put the battery along the floor, put a nice motor in it. If you want to extend the range, if you want to make it 200 plus, I mean, put the battery along the floor and put an extra battery in the back and keep the frunk. I I can see the Volkswagen Beetle as a beautiful, beautiful electric car with lots of range. I can see the people going crazy over that. They went crazy over the gas one, they went crazy over the diesel one. Why wouldn't they go crazy over an electric? It can't be done. And the VW bus, another one, they have pictures here. Um, they have a picture. First picture I see, I don't know, I, I don't know what the first picture is. The picture looks sweet. It actually looks like a Nissan Leaf uh, with a smaller hood thing. So they might, this one might be a lot better than the Leaf because it looks like they worked out the interior to be a lot more spacious. And it looks like they're using the floor design on that. And I'm going to go down and I'm going to look down the picture. And they got the, um, that's going to be the, the ID microbus. And I guess the other picture that I'm looking for is, is the ID concept. 
But, you know, I mean, this stuff screams vaporware. It's just, come on. Bring them out now. Do what you got to do now. The technology is out there now. You guys produce possibly hundreds of thousands of diesel Volkswagens, regular Volkswagens a year. I'm pretty sure you can squeeze out some made-to-order electric cars. I mean, if you have the concept car, if you produce the concept car, why not open it to the public? Just like just like Tesla. And this is what I told Chevy Bolt. And this is what I tell all these ICE companies that are jumping into the fray. Do what Tesla did. Show off your concept and then say, hey, listen, we can make a hundred of these right now. Who wants to buy them? This is what it costs to make them. This is what we want to profit. Order them and we will make them for you. This is how much we can make if people are interested and people are willing to to reserve to buy. You would be surprised. You would be very surprised at the number of people you'll get to buy these ID concept car and especially the ID micro bus. Come on, how many how many years have we been getting teased with an electric micro bus? How many years? We have been getting teased with this thing and teased with this thing. They've probably been putting this electric micro bus you know, in our, they've been throwing this in our faces since probably 2010. So we're talking six years of them saying that they have this thing. They're working on this thing. We, we, we can drive this thing around, but we're not going to produce it. So who knows what Volkswagen is doing? I know that the German companies are serious about electrification. The country is serious about electrification. So props to you guys in Germany. You guys will probably have an electric fleet going out there for any other country, especially the luxury market up there. Because the luxury market up there, they already understand. Tesla's outselling all their luxury models combined in Germany. So they're not messing around. They already know that there's a market for electric cars up there. They're just, they're just probably waiting for 2019. They're going to be the first ones to show up um, out of the huge ICE automakers. They're going to be the first ones to show up, and they're going to be the first ones to probably knock it out of the park. They want to compete with Tesla. They want to compete with Tesla's mod, the Model X. They want to compete with his, their Model S, and I'm pretty sure they're going to compete with their Model 3. So they, they, they got a bug going on up there for uh, competing with Tesla. And I hope Volkswagen jumps in because Volkswagen is going to make some very nice, you know, seventeen to thirty-five thousand dollar range cars that a lot of people are are going to want. I mean, Volkswagen can do this. I know they can. You guys just need to do it sooner than later. First, one of these ICE companies to come out of the gate swinging with electric models and I'm not talking about one electric model I'm talking about breaking the system and coming out with a small car a medium car a large car a truck a van and I, I honestly if you want to ask me my opinion and uh, maybe Volkswagen will listen to this episode and you know take it to heart it's going to be Ford you know I, uh, Ford is going to realize that they're going to hit a gold mine when they finally come out with an electric pickup truck, an electric commercial van, an electric conversion van, whatever. And they're going to they're going to realize that 
this, this market is untapped. This market is fresh, and it's it's going to be something else. I mean, I believe I believe Chevy's going to see it too. I, I believe this. Once Chevy starts seeing the demand of their Bolt, and I hope this is the case, because I mean the demand for their Chevy, their Volt is just going crazy up here in the Northeast. Chevy Volt is is a top selling electric car up here. And it's only a half car, half amazing. I mean, it's half electric. And people are buying it for the electric. They're not buying it for the gas part of the car. Come on now. They're not buying it because it has a gas engine. They may be buying it because they they want that comfort zone of having uh, the extended range and not, you know, being afraid that they're going to run out of electricity in their car or not be able to charge it for the next day. I can see that. But they, seriously, they're not selling these cars because of the gas engine. They're selling these cars because of the electric engine. This is why Chevy went forward and made an all-electric Bolt. This is why the Bolt is on the road. And they're going to see a lot of positive impact coming from this car. I just hope they don't go the EV1 route and just scare away from it because they want to maintain their their ICE grip on the industry and grip on the customer. I would just hope they don't go that route. I wonder if people are even uh, being allowed to buy bolts. They're probably only being allowed to lease them, just like the EV1s. Uh, if I'm wrong, let me know. I, w- I want to see the story out there of the people that are actually buying this vehicle. Uh, are, are they only lease only? If they're lease only, then I would very, very worry about GM because of what happened. EV1. I mean, I, I, honestly, I want to tell you the truth. Uh, that story where they went around and they took everyone's electric car is the reason why I went ahead and purchased my Leaf, my Nissan Leaf from 2012. I ended up, I was leasing it for three years, and afterwards, I was given the option to either lease a newer, better one, which is not that much better, honestly. So the choice wasn't that hard. In 2015, the choice wasn't too hard for me to say, hey, no, I just want to buy the car. I went ahead and bought the car, and it was because of that. So GM, they they got a lot of things in their closet there that people know about. People know their dirty little secret when it comes to electric cars. And that's one thing about the electric car community. We, We like to be informed what's going on with the electric cars. So we are informed. We, we try to be informed. That's why I did this podcast, to get it out there and let people know that, hey, you know, there there is positivity in the electric car community. I am the electric car superstar. I'm an electric car enthusiast, just like you. And this is why I do this. Well, now I'm going to enter into my gratitude section here. First and foremost, thank you for tuning in, for downloading the podcast for listening to the podcast listen to us the electrification nation that's you guys out there and thank you for pushing the show i chris has shared the numbers with me and we're indeed growing and we're not growing through advertisement we're not growing because uh, i'm calling my grandma and say hey listen to the show for me or calling you know friends and family it's growing because of you guys i mean i don't believe many of my friends and family even listen to the show. Most of them probably don't even know I'm the electric car superstar. But you guys do. And we know this because the show is growing. And it's growing because you guys are on social media, sharing the show, retweeting the show, repeating the show. And it, it goes a long way. And uh, one of these Fridays, 
I don't know about this Friday. We got an article from Chris Bloom. Thank you for uh, submitting that. We're probably going to do Chris Bloom's article this Friday. So next Friday, we're probably going to dedicate the whole show to everyone that's out there pushing the show because I can see it. Uh, Facebook, uh, I was lingering per episode around five shares, uh, probably five people because my, my sort of analytics tells me how many people saw, um, see the show on Facebook. But now it's well past the 40s. And that's just Facebook. Our RSS feed really tells us the numbers. Those numbers are way past that. And then we got Twitter, where we're slowly developing a Twitter army. And you guys are awesome. I'm going to shout you guys out. Possibly this Friday, I won't even wait for uh, an entire Electrification Nation show to shout you guys out. I might shout you guys out this Friday. But yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. You guys are, you guys are doing awesome out there. And we can see it because the show is growing. The other way you can show support to the show monetarily is Patreon. Patreon is a great service. You can show patrons to the show. You can donate money for this show. Uh, how much of it depends on, you know, how much of a baller you are. And we're, we're trying to be ballers ourselves, so we understand. We're trying to get there. The other way is FLX Beats. FLX Beats is a sweet beat behind my voice. If uh, you want to get something for your money and you don't feel like, you know, donating to the show through Patreon, you can go find FLX Beats, right? You go to right to our website, theelectriccarsuperstar.com. Get to that website from Facebook. I believe you can get to it from Twitter, and I'm not sure about Pinterest. Get back to me if you can get to it from Pinterest. But you can get to the website. And on that website, you can go there, click on FLX Beats. We have it all over the page. We have a few people out there that um, are trying to duplicate FLX Beats. You, you search FLX Beats, there's a few copycats out there. But you know, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. So we must be doing something right. We must be doing something good if others are out there trying to recreate the process. And so that's all I, that's all I can say about that. If it's the electric message that's getting out there through other podcasts, I've seen a few podcasts out there on my that are doing the electric car thing. Keep doing it, man. We, we appreciate you guys, too. It's all about the love. It's all about what's going on out there. If I catch any of these episodes and they sound good to me, I'm going to shout them out on our Friday show. I'm going to shout them out on the Electrification Nation show. I'm going to tell the Electrification Nation to go check you out because this is this is what it is. It's not about being the best podcast. It's not about being number one in this genre. It's about getting the information out there and growing the Electrification Nation. We need to grow. We need to be big because, you know, electric cars right now are awesome. I really believe that. And more people need to know that. More people need to know the benefits of electri- uh, of electrification. It's more than just the environment. It really is. It, it's, it's an awesome technology. It's a great way to get from point A to B. And I know this. I've been doing it for five years. I mean, I have a Leaf. A Leaf is not even the best electric car out there. But to me, it's the best car I have. It's the best car I own. Chevy Bolt is, a, is half car, half amazing. You know, and I, I appreciate that car too. I appreciate the electric part of that car more than I do the gas part. And I, I, and I tell you right now, I, those feelings are across the board with Volt owners. I, I know I've met a few Volt owners and I'm telling you, they, they get pissed off 
when they try, they have to go to the gas station and fill up their boat, which they don't have to do that often. But they they change their driving habits. They change their routes. They do what they got to do to, to keep that electric part of their car going because they love it. I love it. So uh, that's about it. I think I covered everything iTunes reviews, give us those. Those are good, too. Uh, register your email on the website. Visit the website. we got a resource page there that probably shows you some of the vehicles that we've talked about on the show. And uh, give us anything that you guys want. I know we got a uh, Rayman out there electrifying the car. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from you. We're going to share all that stuff on this episode. Even if I have to show it, share it on an article episode after my comments, I'll do that. Because um, people need to know that they can electrify that way too. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go right here. I am the electric car superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, going to show are the electrification nation. The sweet beat behind my voice is FLX Beats. And the man making me sound great, playing podcast producer, Christopher Fletcher. And we are out. Thank you.